0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2625, Happiness is Not Enough, part two, by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy that reads to you every single day of the year. Now, today's episode is part two of a longer post. If you didn't catch part one yesterday, I'd recommend listening to that first. But if you're all caught up, then let's get right to part two and continue optimizing your life. Happiness is not enough, part two, by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. How diversifying your emotions makes you a more resilient person. There's a concept in psychology called emotional diversity. Emotional diversity is just what it sounds like, experiencing a variety of emotions. And it turns out that people who experience a wide variety of both positive and negative emotions are a lot better off, both mentally and physically, than people who only experience a few emotions regularly, good or bad. Just like a more diverse stock portfolio is more resilient to large swings in stock values, the more diverse your emotional life is, the more resilient you are to the large swings and experience that life gives you. If you're comfortable with anger, you'll be able to call it up at the appropriate moments and use it. If you're comfortable with joy or guilt or grief, you'll be able to use those when you need to as well. A diverse emotional life isn't just made up of a few good and bad emotions. You can also have lots of emotional subcategories like amusement, joy, contentment, gratefulness, pride, love, hope, and anger, sadness, guilt, contempt, anxiety, disgust, embarrassment, and on and on. Researchers think that people who experience a wider range of these types of specific subcategories of emotions are more resilient in the face of adversity because they're better at identifying what triggers those emotions. And thus, if you know exactly what's making you feel the way you feel, it's a whole lot easier to react appropriately to it. People who practice a wide range of emotions are self-aware enough to know what triggers these emotions and then act accordingly. This makes them feel more in control of their lives, a huge factor in determining happiness and general well-being. More variety in emotional experience, also gives you a greater application for just how transient emotions are. When you only allow yourself to feel one or two emotions all the time, you start to feel as though they are permanent or should be permanent. The world always sucks. Life is always great. You always feel guilty because you're a horrible person. You're always proud because you're narcissistic and to your own high school yearbook pictures. When you're stuck in these one emotion defines the world mentalities, You forget that emotions are transient, superficial things that don't necessarily mean anything. Emotional diversity shows us that emotions come and go. If you feel angry now, that's fine. You won't in a few hours. If you're happy now, that's great. Enjoy it, because the next struggle is around the corner. If you feel guilty or sad, then that's okay too. Things will look up sometime in the near future. The question is then, how do we begin to diversify our emotional lives? becoming an emotional ninja. The first step in achieving greater emotional diversity, simple self-awareness. Noticing and accepting what you feel when you feel it. This sounds so simple as to be stupid, but what you'll likely find is that if you've denied a certain emotion in yourself for long enough, you'll actually stop realizing when you're feeling it. I've talked before about identifying and unfusing from your emotions as one way to become more self-aware and to understand your emotions better. This is the next step, learning to identify the emotion and then separating your decision-making from the emotion. It's the difference between wanting to punch that fear in the face and actually doing it. Doing it is unacceptable. Feeling like you want to is a natural human reaction sometimes. Once you unfuse your emotions from your decisions, it often causes you to experience greater depth and complexity in your emotions. For example, you might feel depressed at some point but if you unfuse from your depression and examine it more closely, you might find that you're also angry about the thing that's making you depressed. Now we're getting somewhere. Instead of just being a depressed schlub on the couch and resigning to the fact that life is meaningless and, oh, what's the point anyway, that anger can motivate you to do something about your situation, to not withdraw from life, but rather to engage with it. This is what being an emotionally well-adjusted person is all about not being happy or having some bubbling feeling of contentment all the time. is about recognizing the layers of feeling going on inside you and utilizing them in ways that are helpful. Anger can lead to action. Sadness can lead to acceptance. Guilt can lead to change. Excitement can lead to motivation. Life is not about controlling our emotions. That's impossible. Emotions come and they go whether we want them to or not. Life is about channeling emotions. And each emotion is almost its own skill. Like learning to fight with nunchucks and sweet bow staffs and samurai swords are different skill sets within the realm of fighting. Channeling each of our emotions for productive action is its own skill to be practiced and mastered through the experience of life. And once you master them all, you become an emotional ninja, able to adapt and silently slice through any adversity life throws at you. And then maybe you skateboard through the sewers and eat a lot of pizza too. You thought the Ninja Turtles was just a kid's show? Come on, man, there's a deeper lesson there. They represent the mastery of each class of life's emotions. Raphael is anger, Donatello is curiosity, Leonardo is insecurity, Michelangelo is pizza. Master them all and master yourself, hence Master Splinter. Dude, where are you going? I'm serious here. Don't hit the stop button just yet. I'm just getting started. The pizza is a metaphor for the multi-layered consumption of your own existential meaning and existence, and each emotion, read Ninja Turtle, consumes it differently. Fine, I'm done. Cowabunga, dude. And namaste, face. You just listen to part two of the post titled, Happiness is Not Enough, by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. Families have a lot going on. Thank you again to Mark. We usually wanna push away the quote-unquote bad emotions, which might be one of the reasons we turn to this kind of content, or maybe even therapy, hoping to live a life with more happiness on average. But Mark brought up a good point, the people who experience a wide variety of both positive and negative emotions are a lot better off both mentally and even physically than people who only experience a few emotions regularly, good or bad. So does that mean we should just give up on great content or therapy? I don't think so. Instead, I think we can use this information and information from a therapist, for example, as tools to help us get closer to our full potential. And like you said, that begins with awareness, common theme here. And of course, I'm glad he mentioned meditation because that's been a favorite of mine at times to work on that. Journaling is another. There are plenty of tools to try. The most important thing here is taking that step forward. So do take that step today. Thank you for listening and I'll be back in just a moment with our weekly bonus episode. So stay tuned for that. Where your optimal life awaits. Oh,